I'm Charlie Taylor. I'm Ben Carter. I head up Hip Hop by the Numbers on Twitter, where I use hip hop statistics to highlight the bigger picture. And I am director of The Fifth Element, where I highlight the fifth element of hip hop, which is knowledge. And welcome to Digging in the Digits. So I'm good. Yeah, it's been a it's been a it's been a calm it's been a calm week. I'm a, I'm a good. It's all good. It's been a slow week. It's been a pretty slow week. I mean, well, not that slow. I mean, Drake dropped two new songs. Been crazy. Yeah, yeah we don't care about that. We don't care about that. You you know that we care about that because I was texting you at 3 a.m. Eastern <laughs> Standard Time or whatever it is in the U.S. Like I'm waiting for these Drake songs, man. Where are these Drake yeah. songs? I was going yeah. crazy waiting for those songs. You were, you were. I just want to get tweets off. I, I went didn't to bed. care. I just want to get my tweets off, man. That's all I wanted to do. I, I, I however, went to bed. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, you know, yes, it's cool, it's cool, you know, it's cool that he dropped his tracks. He's all happy about Toronto winning. Great, great, great. You know, I've, I've kind of, as an NBA fan, I've kind of just... Um, I've kind of just letting it go. I, I, I really didn't want Toronto to win for that specific reason. Really? For that, yeah, for that specific, specific oh, reason. Of, just because of Drake? No, obviously oh, I'm being, I'm, geez, I'm being very, I'm being very petty. I know that, but no, it's, it's not, it's not the main reason. It's a reason, but it's, 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 it's a lot of factors. There's a, there's a lot of factors, but in the, but now that I'm thinking about it, I've looked more broadly. And you know, it's uh, in the long run, it's a good, it's a good thing. You know, it's uh, Drake can have his flex moments, it's all good. But uh, in the grand scheme of things, in the the whole of basketball, I am happy. Actually, uh, it's not it's not midnight yet over here, so it's still Kendrick Lamar's birthday. Let's get it! it happy is. birthday to the goat, my happy goat. Sorry, sorry, my goat, because no, you know I have to. He I have should to... be everyone's. Thank you, thank. You. See, this is this is why I fucking you, Ben. Anyway. <laughs> what have you been listening to this week um also i just want to say happy birthday to tupac because it was his birthday yesterday Mm -hmm. um what have i been listening to i listened to that avici uh posthumous album oh yes how was that it's some it's a complete mess I will say, like, uh, there's like four or five really, really good songs. The one with uh, Chris Martin from Coldplay is great. Okay. There's a couple of other tracks. Like, the last track is really great. But, uh, man, I don't know. Like, a lot of it's just all over the place. It's just, mm. it's, it's, it's not cohesive. It feels like, you know, these EDM albums, I really like it when they are quite, like, relatively short and they kind of manage your mood throughout but this just feels okay. like a bunch of songs were thrown at a wall it was it feels like a carlet album a little bit you know it's just oh. it's all over the place oh so but 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 i would recommend i would recommend people go check it out because there's some incredible songs on there like there's some real anthems on there okay that's that's cool that's cool fair enough uh as to what I listened to, I actually listened to a lot in the past week. The past week, actually, so oh, yeah. shout out to uh, Salam Remy and Terrace Martin. Uh, they did a little, uh, did a little uh, collab EP called uh, "North Side of Linden, nice. West Side of Slauson." Absolutely amazing. 
nice uh, nice sax work by Terrace Martin, got some good vocals from him, and just the overall production, just from both of them as, you know, master producers, they're just, it's just great, it's just a great listen, it's about, it's, it's, I think it's like just under half an hour, it's, it's, it's a great EP, great listen, very, very, very enjoy that a lot. Uh, I listened to actually a lot of uh, British work, actually, I listened to uh, shout out to Octavian, Endorphins, for those that don't know Octavian, if I could describe him, he's... Uh, Production-wise, he's very Travis Scotty. Uh, I will say that it's it's very yeah, it's, it's very spacey and very trappy, you know. And he he likes to he likes to mix it up a little, but at the same time, not mix it up. If that makes any sense, you you get it if, you get it if you listen to. It. But shout out to Octavian, yeah, shout out to P Money, Money Over Everyone Three. Finally listened to that. That was out a few weeks ago. That was a very enjoyable listen. And also, just a, just a real dark horse for for. Um, in on the top ten list, actually, of the at the end of the year, Jordan Raquet Origin. It's actually I've, I've seen this dude off um, a couple of Loyal Kana tracks. I've seen I've seen him around in a couple of you know in the UK circles and uh, just uh, such a smooth listen. Just a, such a such a get in the whip, just drive for forty minutes, and it's just he's it, so smooth. It's like it's like floating in water really? when it, yeah, it's like floating in water when he sings. It's great. It's uh, it's a it's an all him project, no features. There are a couple of backing vocals here and there for a few tracks, but yeah, other than that, it's just it's super soulful. Got a couple of hip hop beats in there. I like that. Yeah, man, it's a, it's definitely definitely recommend out of the out of the projects I listed this week. So so great because it yeah. I think music like that is so valuable, you know, oh, like bro. I've really only got Anderson Park this year where you just put it on and you can just mm-hmm. like, it feels like summer or it just feels like exactly. you can put your arm out the window and exactly. just, just chill. So yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out. Yeah, do check that out. Everyone check out Jordan McKay Origin. But anyway, we get onto the show and obviously this is, if you, well, you've probably read by the title, this is, this is not the independent episode we were, talking, they were, they were hyping up last week. What's going on? So... <laughs> those liars those we freaking li- lied ah oh. so <laughs> so just to, just to get you guys in the loop just to keep keep you guys in the loop yes we are go- we are going to do we're still doing that independent episode obviously in the two part series of major versus independent labels we have decided as a as a duo as a, as a collective to uh, give it another week to basically just I mean, just to obviously for Ben, just to get more numbers on it and just get more well-rounded on the topic. For me, probably just to sharpen up my my hot takes <laughs> for anything else, and also maybe get some a uh, couple of articles here and there. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But yeah, we just wanted to give it another week and to just um, and also actually just to think about the long term because as to what we're doing this week. As you've seen by the title and by the description, we are going to be talking about the Wyoming sessions, which were obviously in in the space of a year anniversary, because obviously, um, as as we know, Kanye did the Wyoming sessions around this time last year, and the five quote unquote albums uh, that you guys call it uh, dropped this uh, dropped around this time in June, and they're obviously having their year anniversaries around this time. So, what we're doing uh, in terms of talking about this from talking about the show from a long term standpoint. Is that we are going to take a little bit of a little bit of a pivot after after the independent uh, after the independent episode, which will probably come most likely come next week. Hopefully, yes, we will do it next week. And um, yeah, we'll get on it. We'll get on we, it. we shall we shall get on that. We will give the people what they want. And um, yeah, so for the long term, we're going to be talking more. I guess 
I guess more of a micro, more of a microscopic look into into certain artists and certain stories, and uh, and you know, just 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 not broad, not being broad about everything. Because obviously, in the past ten weeks, in the past eleven weeks, we have been very broad in terms of topics. You know, talking about very existential topics, and as it pertains to hip hop and music altogether. So you know, and obviously there are so many topics we could talk about from that broader lens. So uh, with that said. Uh, after after the independent series, you know, obviously we'll we'll find some existential topics. I'm sure we will at some point, but more in the long term of this show in particular, it will be more focused on specific either albums or certain points in people's careers, maybe labels <laughs> to to character continue that. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's that's basically where we're, where we're uh, going to go in the future. This is kind of a state of the union address, if we're <laughs> state of the a state of the digits address, uh, if we're doing anything. And uh, yeah, so I don't know if you have anything anything to say about that, Ben. If I was jab- uh, well, jibber jabbering. No, no, no. You said it very well. The way I visualized it when I left that voice those rambling voice messages to you was. You know, we've been focusing on because there are so many avenues we can go down yeah. in just there's it's just infinite the amount mm-hmm. of, of conversations we can have. Mm-hmm. And I felt that we weren't going down avenues, we were just hopping from city to city and just taking a big look at the mm-hmm. entire city mm-hmm. and then we go to the next city and we weren't actually sitting down and exploring and, and so this is you know, we've we've had some great conversations already on the podcast. We've spoken about uh, some very, very big existential issues. We've talked about hip-hop on a macro level. But, you know, this is where we're going to nerd out a little bit and really get into the kind of yeah. hip-hop conversations that people are having every day on Twitter, you know. It's hard to have big, giant conversations every single week because we're going to end up, you know, cannibalizing our own content. <laughs> we're going to keep talking about the same kind of thing. Yeah. But, you know, it, that's not a bad thing. I think we've 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 covered some very, very important ground. But you know, there's there's so much more. There's so much more in the details, mm-hmm. and and that's where we're going to be a little bit more focused in the future. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. Well said. So basically, you know, the whole the broader topics that we've have been doing have been will 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 be for the future great reference points for people that obviously are going to listen at some point, and they will start from the beginning, and we'll get and they'll get through all the broad topics, and then once we continue as the shows as the show continues in the in the coming weeks and months it'll be obviously much more it'll be much more uh, <laughs> dug into and uh, and obviously we can use the shows we've already done as a reference and you know we and we all have that knowledge so you know have all the past episodes have been prior knowledge and as we go into more uh, as we go into more specific topics like we are doing today well in this episode anyway uh we will have we will have you know the episodes such as you know the um the mental health episode and also you know the producers episode so you know we'll we'll, we'll be referencing those constantly most likely so yeah. you know and it's good to have that yeah, but anyway definitely. let's get into All what right. we're talking yeah, about ben take it away sir okay well let's talk about the wyoming sessions uh, because... yes it was why are you sort of why are you exhausted like i am what is this <laughs> because you should you should see the, the data set i have in front of me okay. and it's just like it's uh, uh it could have been great it could have been great and if if kanye had announced this maybe 10 years ago 
it would have been like really it would have shut everything down and it kind of did shut everything down at the time oh yeah but it just it felt like it was super rushed in regards to when it was announced yes. he announced it like a month before Pusha T's first album uber rush and then the whole thing just felt very rushed mm-hmm. and it felt quite disjointed with regards to quality with regards to any kind of cohesiveness when it first happened i i tweeted out you know that this is going to be like a five album set like like they'll do the five separate albums and then it'll come out like as a vinyl or it'll come out like a box set and it'll be like be the wyoming sessions i really thought that that would happen that'd be kind of cool but actually when you listen I I thought, man, this is genius because mm. he's going to get all these first week sales and then all these chart stuff, and then two or three weeks later or a month later, he's going to restart the whole cycle again by repurposing the entire all the content. But mm. he didn't do that because the the albums just felt well, they weren't cohesive, and some of them were great, some of them weren't. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this. I really thought it was. You know, I, I was reading some old uh, press releases around the time that he announced it and everyone was just going crazy. Like, this is going to be... He's going to change music with these seven-song albums. Yeah. He's going to shut down the entire month. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be something we remember forever. Yeah. And it didn't happen that way, did it? Oh, God, no. Yeah, I, I, I remember I remember this time of year, last year anyway, fondly, because it was just... It was such a it was such a whirlwind of just overhype. <laughs> I've never seen such a set of such a moment being so overhyped. Honestly, it was actually amazing to watch. Honestly, just watching fans of and I and I'm a fan of Nas, obviously, which was obviously one of the projects. So I was in this whirlwind, you know, clearly. So there was obviously the Cuddy Cuddy stands, there were the Kanye stands, the Pusher stands, the Nas stands. I, I don't know if there are any Tiana Taylor stands, but if there are, then the, there's as well. Joe, <laughs> not, Joe Budden no, is. Joe Budden is. Joe Budden. <laughs> Shout out. I was, yeah, they were, they were super psyched for that album. So, yeah, I yeah, know, they're, right? They're out I there. I don't know, but anyway. Um, yeah, so it was a, it was a, it was a moment. And, and, and to what you said, you know, it is a moment that we're going to remember, whether it will be remembered fondly or with a light chuckle like with I do. You know, it, it remains to be seen, obviously. It's only been a year. But looking back at it, it was it was something that if you were into hip-hop, that was the only thing you could possibly... You, you have to listen to, you know what I mean? Where you have to be in this be in this realm with everybody and you have to listen to these have to listen to these projects because Kanye's put a lot of effort into them and I'm like has he though it it looks it looks like I mean when when uh I think it was yay I think when yay dropped the that week that was that was that was when I realized that this was rushed to shit because Pusha T look it it looks and you know, from out of the five, sounds the most complete to me personally. It sa- it sounds the most complete. It sounds the most. Yeah. There was time put into this. The you know you could put Kitty Ghost in that er- in that complete area as well uh, in in their own way. The other three, I cannot, I cannot, I can firmly say they were definitely rushed. So when I saw Yay, I was like, this is when he said uh, when it was um uh, what was it uh, the album cover the cover the cover art. I think he took it on the way to the, on the way 
to the album release party? Yeah, on on the on the way on the to, right, yeah, on the way. The, so I was like, photo, yeah. "Are you taking the yeah, piss?" On his phone. <laughs> Are you taking his the iPhone. piss? So, on in that moment, I was my 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 opinions of it just went completely down, and I was just like, "Okay, let's just let's just get through this," because I have a feeling that this is going to be something that will not be worth the hype. <laughs> I think the hype came about, and I. This is why what you say is totally correct. Everyone was just so locked in to like, oh my gosh, yep. because Kanye has built this reputation, and I ran the numbers on the effect that Kanye has on the commercial success of the people he produces for. Yep. So I looked at uh, singles single sales and hot 100 chart positions and i looked at album chart positions and album sales so you know across everyone jay-z madonna common john legend rihanna Pusha t twister like everyone that he has spent a significant amount of time or you know he's produced music for right so i called it the kanye effect and basically it's a it's a quantifiable effect you know uh the effect he's had on chart positions uh, statistically, if Kanye West produces your single, it's going to chart 20.3 places higher on average than the rest of your discography. Mm. Uh, the single is going to sell 341,000 units more. Mm. That's singles. And then on albums, so I included only albums on which Kanye has four or more beats on. Okay. Um, and uh, the albums would chart... Uh, 6.8 places higher. So Kanye produced albums average 2.1 on the Billboard 200. The non-Kanye albums from those artists 8.9, and then sales is you know 22.7% higher, 2275k units extra. So and he's done this across. You know, Twister is a massive example. He he did this with a couple of artists. Like he did it with. Common, for example. Now, Common hadn't had a number one album. His first album came out in 1992. And he yep. had not had a number one album until... Uh, what was the one after B? Um, uh, B? Finding Forever. Yeah, so B hit number two and then Finding Forever hit number one. And Kanye produced the bulk of both those albums. Yeah. Now, yep. you know, Common is a, is a great artist, but he'd never Top had five, that. Boy. Sorry? Top five for me, boy. Yeah, top five. Yeah, definitely. Like, I was actually um, watching his tiny desk with August Green. Uh, oh, so good. Like, with so my good. girlfriend who absolutely adores Common. Um, a little bit too much. I think she likes Common a little bit too much. <laughs> she got a book. Like, she got his I book. Was like, I was like, you know, we've been watching this for about 40 minutes. <laughs> like, oh, are we going to chat about anything else? But he yeah, was man. he was absolutely incredible. So... So Kanye's built this Kanye's built this incredible reputation. You know, if you look at Twister's stats, like his mm-hmm. Hot 100 chart position without Kanye, his average is 71 for a mm-hmm. single, but with Kanye, it's 3.5. Like his single sales, yeah, it's just you know, even Jay Z, even Jay Z. Um, I've I've tweeted about this a few times where yeah. Kanye gave Jay Z his highest charting single. On three separate occasions. So, 03 Bonnie and Clyde hit number four. This is off the top of my head, by the way. I don't actually have these stats in front of me, but I can remember them. Um, 
03 asks, for Izzo Hova, uh, number eight, it hit number eight. That was his highest charting single at the time, produced by Kanye. 03 okay. Bonnie and Clyde hit number four. That was mm-hmm. produced by Kanye's highest. And then Run This Town was hit number two, which was his mm-hmm. highest until Empire State of Mind came out. So Kanye has definitely built a solid reputation in the industry and amongst fans. And obviously his early work is classic. So we really did expect something epic from these five albums and it just fell short it just fell short yeah i get yeah i guess so let's get let's get into the let's get into the projects themselves and we will might as well go chronologically and uh start with pushes daytona yeah like i said you know i found it the most complete next to kids he goes stuff i found it just just on point pusher, just doing his thing, and obviously started the Drake beef, as we know. And I think out of the, I think out of the five, it was probably my most favourite, to be honest. You know, I found it just a, just a real cl- classic pusher. Listen, you know, it was, it was, it wasn't really production wise. Obviously, it was probably a little bit different compared to his, to, compared to his older stuff. But lyrically, you know, it's just. It's just, I think, I think it's interesting with Pusher, and this is obviously, um, I'm going on a little bit of a tangent here, but just, just his overall career, it's, it's not, it's, it's, there's not a plateau there, you know, it's, it's very consistent. It's just a consistent flow, top tier MC, top tier. He's just, he's, he just has a consistent flow of just great bars everywhere. Just, there's no, there's no, there's no whack album. There's no. There's no bad. Um, I don't know if there's a bad feature as it may be seen, but yeah, just all of everything he does is just consistently good. <laughs> and if you and if you like his and if you like his content, then that's what you're gonna get. And I think that's a that's to an overall conversation as as, as it pertains to like you know should should artists evolve kind of thing because let's be real, yeah, Pusha hasn't good... really evolved, yeah. quote unquote, in in the way that a, I don't know, that a Tyler the Creator has, you know what I mean? It's not, there's no evolution to push a T, but in that, in that non-evolution, there's a consistency there, and that's why, that's why, that's why I love about people like Pusha, that like, you know, if you want something, he'll give it, to, he'll give you exactly what, you know exactly what's on the tin, basically. Yeah, well, Pusha is just, Bar for bar, I don't know how many artists uh, are on par with him. You know, I listened to Drug Dealers Anonymous with Jay-Z and and Pusha came through. I think he dropped 32 bars. I counted out for Genius. And and the only reason I think Jay-Z matched him on that track was Jay-Z doubled his his bar count because, (laughs) you know, Pusha... It's just... And you said earlier that Daytona felt the most complete and I wrote on my little pad because Pusher is the best MC. Like, I think, and, and you know, that is controversial when you're talking about Nas, because Nas is in this conversation. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to Nas, don't worry. But I, I think, <laughs> but what's super interesting about Pusher is, you're right, he hasn't evolved from a content standpoint. And, mm-hmm. you know, 20% of his bars in his entire career have been about drugs, most usually about cocaine. Like, it's incredible. 23.5% of... Daytona was or of the bars on Daytona were just about drugs like it's you know that's one in every four almost is about is about drugs and the rest is basically about money or infrared Mm -hmm. which is you know infrared's actually really interesting because there's only really I looked into it like three bars maybe that really target Drake 
Yeah. And when we get into it a little bit later, I want to talk about why this whole beef happened and because this album sparked it, you know, but but it's a beef it it sparked a, a, a dormant fire. The beef has been around since 2003 when Birdman uh, apparently didn't pay the Neptunes for a, a song that they produced. I don't. You know, it's just one of those things that has just simmered for years. But mm. I think it's just because, you know, Pusha T, I listened to that interview we did with, again, with the Joe Budden podcast, and the jewels he was dropping in that interview were just mind-boggling. Like, I was tweet, I was live-tweeting it. I'm like, how? why am I live-tweeting an interview? But I was just, I was literally just quoting, like just yeah. verbatim quotes. It's just, yeah. I think he is a, an absolute top tier MC. And that album, I think, will be the only one from this this five album set that will go down as a classic. And I think it probably will go down as a classic. I really do. I don't see what could derail that. Like, it's it was overhyped, of course, but. Not as much as Kanye and Cuddy's albums and Nas's album. So they had much more hype than this Pusher album. But it just, it was so consistent and it just, I go back to it all the time. It's just amazing. It's an amazing record. Yeah, I've got If You Know You Know on record rotation. It's just, it's just great. I love, I love that song so much. When I, I remember, I remember listening to it for the first <sighs> time. Bars, I was just, I was, yeah, this is just a, I I, oh. I I didn't know what he was talking about, admittedly, because that's the point. And I don't really, I don't want to know, to be completely honest. I feel like I, I don't want to look up the meaning to tennis balls and rock sport. I don't want to look it up because it just is an aura to it. And I feel like if I look it up and know everything he's talking about, then it'll kind of ruin it for me. So yeah, th- that's yeah. just me. And obviously people want to know, but you know, it's, it's, it's it's super interesting. It was a super interesting album, and you know, like I said, probably the best out of the five. But with that said, we have to get well, to the rest super quickly, super quickly <laughs> okay, before okay. we get off Daytona, because okay. what you said is very very pertinent, and it's something we spoke about. We've spoken about previously, where the best artists are able to transcend the content that they're talking about, and yeah. When 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 uh, Pusha T says, "If you know, you know," like like if you can view a lot of those lyrics and the concepts he's talking about through so many different filters, he's talking about like if yeah. you have intimate knowledge of something that people don't normally have intimate knowledge of, and it's kind of like a an insider joke or an insider's club, and and you're only yeah. invited if you have like deep deep experience. And obviously, he's talking about what he's talking about, but. You know, if you can view yeah. it through so many different lenses, and that's why I think the album will endure. Because, yes, it's a great album about dealing cocaine, which all of Kanye—sorry, uh, Kanye—I keep saying Kanye—all of Pusha T's uh, projects have been great, and and he keeps coming up with yeah. new ways to say the same thing, which is incredible. But the emotion, yeah, the emotion that... that he puts in, even though even though he sounds his his delivery is quite cold and and laid back. It's just there's a weight behind every single bar and, and you can just feel mm-hmm. it. You can feel it. You can freaking yeah. feel it and, and apply it to situations where you might be in a similar situation, not dealing drugs, maybe doing something else. So, yeah, that's why I think it will endure. Shall we move on to yes, yes we, 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 yeah, yeah, we shall. <laughs> Cause okay, yeah. so I just want to give some general thoughts on it. And like I said, it's, it's at the, it was at that point when Ye dropped and I was like, 
Oh, right. So he rushed all of this. Wow. Okay. This is going to be an interesting four weeks. So yeah. And once I once I listened to it, I I think you you, you obviously you said this during you know how much I meant to you during the mental health episode, and I was like, and while I understand that, I just I I can't. <laughs> yeah, musically, like come on, man, it's not standing up, is it? It's just not standing up. <laughs> Oh god, I can't. It's just, it was just like I was like, what am I listening to, man? Seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm walking the dog, and I'm just like, what is this, man? <laughs> I can't, man. I can't. Just give, give me the stats, man. Just give me the stats. I can't. I can't get into well, it. Well, the stats will help you because they're pretty. Oh, no, you know, it look, it, it, it got, re- it was reviewed a 64 out of 100 on Metacritic. Um, Kanye's average prior to this album was 82 point. Nine. So it's reviewed twenty two point eight percent less. Uh, his average first week sales yeah. are four hundred and seventy k before this album. This sold two hundred eight k, so that's fifty five percent less. Uh, it only spent twenty two weeks in the Billboard two hundred. He averages fifty nine. That's sixty three percent less. Um, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, was that weeks in? Ah, uh, hang on. Here we go. He had, sorry, that was Hot 100. So he had there was seven. All seven tracks hit the Hot 100, but they only spent 22 weeks um, between them. Now his average for singles that hit the Hot 100 from albums is 59. So that was 62 percent less. Uh, the, as I said, the Billboard 200 weeks 23. He averages 76. That was 70 percent less. Um, <coughs> Okay. There were zero Kanye solo production credits. Uh, there were 15 different producers, 4.4 producers per track. Like, huh. it, it's it's easily his shortest album by a mile. It's 57% shorter than his average. Like, eh, it's an EP. Um, if you view it as an EP, these statistics make sense. You know, like, you wouldn't expect Thank an you. EP to be selling 470k first week. But the, all the statistics show that this is Kanye's most lackluster release as a solo artist. Yeah. And and putting 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 the mental health aside because it was hard to do that yeah. when I first listened to the album because obviously I yeah. was very, you know, it, it resonated with me the content. But mm-hmm. come on, yeah. man, come on, like. <laughs> the only that one that song with uh is it violent crimes is one with 070 shake at the end where she's like i put my hand on the stove i can't sing but that song is incredible that song is incredible <laughs> yikes is okay yikes is okay like it's not that bad man and and apparently drake has a writing credit on that so that could be yeah that could be a, why he did the chorus or something yeah but like oh jeez, kanye what man like even like it took me 18 months to understand yeezus it took me a long time to get that album but when i got it i was like whoa okay but i don't th- <laughs> i think i don't think yay is that deep i don't like it's deep content wise but i don't think well, no, I don't think in 18 months people are going to be saying, oh, classic. I think it's it'll be seen as a footnote in Kanye's career. Well, well, the fact is Kanye will make it always in the conversation, you know what I mean? Because he has one of the best discographies and one of the best stretches in, yeah. in music history, you know, not just hip-hop. So, you know, regardless, it's going to be, it's going to be talked about, unfortunately. But... but 
I can't be. I can't be. Well, actually, the well, actually the third one, which we're which we're moving on to, because I, I I you've you've said you've said everything that I could have possibly said with with yay. So I'm just gonna. Okay. I'll, I'll just, if you don't mind, I'm just gonna move on. Yes, I think that's good. I think it's which, safe. It should be. It, it's it's a very different conversation as it pertains to kids see ghosts. Yeah. So that was the next project, and I. And obviously, you know, in in our circles, in our music loving circles and music reviewing loving circles, our boy Fantano gave it perfect ten, yes. one of the four that he's done, and you know, and I I disagree. Obviously, I do too. Not, it's not ten worthy for me, yeah. but I I can understand why he did that, and I can also understand why people enjoy it. I actually enjoy the project from a just from a from a background perspective if i had it on if if someone had it on the background i'd be like yes okay all right big easy ghost all right cool uh, there was there was, there was uh, i think it was a good mid, it was a good middle ground for me of uh, I, I enjoy cuddy most of the time anyway and obviously i've had this i've had this theory i don't know if i've spoken about it on this show but i have a theory that the 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 only reason that uh, Kanye works with Cuddy is for Cuddy's, I guess, pioneering way mm. of doing his doing his music. Yep. I, I feel like if and, and whenever Kanye tries to do it without Cuddy, it doesn't work. Yeah. So you know, with, with that said, with that theory in place, I feel like Kid Sea Ghost is a is a is, is a good project. I actually I I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. A lot. I tried it a lot. You know, it's a, I'll be honest. You know, reborn. Uh, that free track that is lit. The more cuddly, the better. To be completely honest, with, completely honest with you. Uh, but yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was an okay project. I enjoyed that one. I think Cuddy's quite brave in his discography. When I was running the numbers last night, you know, his first mm. album went number one and did very, very, very well. Obviously, it had Day and Night, which was just a massive single, True. massive single. True. It even made it True. to Australia, which is. Which is epic, and then Cuddy went in a completely different direction. He just, I, res- I have so much respect because, because I feel like Kanye and Cuddy, as you, you did speak about it. Um, oh, I forget which episode it was exactly, but you spoke about how I think we were talking about eight oh eight, and we were saying that Cuddy was was quite involved in eight oh eight because yeah. they've both taken risks their entire career, and and maybe Kanye had a lot more commercial success, but. Cuddy, Cuddy could have gone in that same direction. He could have. He could have just kept making yeah. the same stuff. He could have made real commercial stuff, but he chose not to. He chose to be true to his art. And I think this is a part of his arc where he will eventually come back to mainstream ubiquity at some point. And I think this is a very important part of that because it did very well commercially. It hit number two on the uh, Billboard 200. I spent 12 weeks there. Uh, all seven tracks hit the Hot 100. First week, it sold 142k, which is 57% higher than Cuddy's uh, solo average. Um, it's also he also released, uh, you know, that Wizard project, uh, which was a duo. Who else was in Wizard? I think Dot the Genius was in Wizard, and you know the uh, was it? Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, Dot. Continue. I'll look. Dot, up. No, yeah, it is Dot the Genius. So he released that. Okay. You got yeah, it. he released that in I think it was 2010, 2011, and this project did heaps better, obviously because Kanye's name's attached to it. We can't dis- discount that, but. I think it's going to be an important album in Kanye's. Uh, sorry, in Kid. Ka- Why do I keep saying Ka- in Kanye's? I've got Kanye on the head, obviously. 
I think it will be an important album in Cuddy's career arc. I mean, what was really surprising was that it was reviewed well. Like, I didn't agree with the 84 out of... Uh, sorry, with the 10 out of 10 by Fantano. I, I was like, eh, come on, man. That's that's high. That's perfect. Like, it's not to pimp a butterfly level. It's a good album. But it, it yeah. got an 84 on Metacritic, which is 39% higher than Cuddy's average, which is 60. So... Uh, maybe maybe these these really discordant kind of I don't know maybe it just worked on this project because I did feel like it was rushed as well it felt just as rushed as all the other projects but it just seemed to click the synergy was there you know these these two just and and Kanye wasn't on the album that much you know he would drop by for a yeah, verse exactly. he would drop by for a verse yeah. um I did have the splits somewhere. Uh, I'd have to find them, but I think um, Cuddy dominated that project. I think it was like sixty percent to thirty percent, and then ten percent were other artists. Like Pusha T had that verse on the first track. So mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, Kid see Ghost. It's a decent project, and I think it might be an important project in in the end for Cuddy. Yeah, I think it'll be very. Yeah, I think it'll be much more important for Cuddy than it will be. There will be in you know Kanye's obviously overall discography will be obviously more important for Cuddy. Uh, I, I just, uh, I just uh, actually wanted to read back because I had a, I wrote a article based on all of this and just to, just to, just a pause, just a pause to, of, of all this. Uh, I gave a negative saying the sloppiness and we have obviously talked about the sloppiness, but I forgot about this. So we, we forget, we forget, we forget, right, that <laughs> these projects fail to meet their own release dates. So how do you give yourself... Y- how do you give yourself release dates and then miss them? <laughs> it's just a mess. That is the, that is the rate... That is the, that is the scope of the sloppiness. Just to, just, to, just to give the full roundedness of this. That is, that is the full scope of the sloppiness that, were, that was given. They gave themselves... They failed to deliver projects on the release days they gave it themselves. You know what I mean? It's just like nobody asked nobody asked Kanye to stack these up. Nobody oh, nobody asked we're getting, nobody asked We're getting into so, that. We'll get into that at the end. But like yeah, the, this yeah. it's ridiculous. It's, it, how can you miss it? You know, like it's your release date. Like and it's and a lot of them just said a lot of the artists said it was Kanye's fault. Like Tiana and uh there was a lot of talk around yeah. it. Like just Kanye hasn't finished the album yet and that's why it hasn't been released yeah. yet. Like come on man like Oh, it's just a mess. Yeah, that will that it it do, that does not fly in any any other form of entertainment. If it happened in any other form of entertainment, you'd be canned. You'd be or you would be just ridiculed in general. Like if you if you could if you didn't drop on the day, like it would just you would be you'd be slated you'd be slated in every in every possible way. But anyway, we shall continue. To number four. Oh, here we go. Here we go. God. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, strap in. Nas is Nas here. It's going to be a tough one. <clears throat> let's get through it. Let's get through it. Come on, let's do it together, Charlie. Let me clear my throat. Let's do it together. Let me clear my throat for this one. Let me clear my throat for this one. This is the most underwhelming project I've ever heard in my life. That's, that's, how, that's how I came out of it. That is how I came out of listening to that, that project. Mm. For, those that, for those that forget, Nas dropped Nas album done two years prior. Since then, I was waiting for a Nas. You project. lied. You I lied. I was waiting for. I was. <laughs> you fucking.
fucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for a dance, but right, I was waiting two long years. And, oh. You know, I'm a patient guy. I'm a patient guy. You know, as 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 you saw as you saw as I commented on the on the Kendry birthday. I sign up for this. I, I yes. sign up for the patience, okay? Yes. I sign up. Yes. I sign up with Kendrick. I can sign up with Nas. I can sign up with any artist. If they if they say they if if they give the idea that they need time to do their projects, I'll be like, okay, do you? I'm fine with that. But when you give me that, when you give me that that project, the album that shall not be named, even though I've probably already named it, I I can't I can't fathom. The kick in the nuts that was listening to that. It it hit me on one. It hit, it hit me on one song. It hit me like the re- the rest. The, the, when it when it started, I was like, all right, all right cool, all right. Cop shot the kid. Yeah, a bit slick, Rick. Okay, I see where you're going. Okay, S goes back. You know, I'm, I'm getting hyped. I'm getting hyped. And that's and the track that kicked me up the nuts is the one with what was it? The Dream and Kanye on it. Uh, what was it? Everything. Yes, everything. That was the kick in the nuts. That was the kick in the nuts because it was, if I remember correctly, like eight, nine minutes. And Kanye had the audacity to go vocal for vocal with an actual vocalist. I was I was standing in a field throwing a ball to my dog at the time and I was going, <gasps> That's a bad... what the fuck is this? Why the fuck am I listening to this? Why is Kanye trying to compete with the dream? What is this, Nas? Why, why am I, why am I listening to this on your, on your track right here? That's a kick in the nuts and made me realise that okay, this is not a Nas, this is not a Nas project. This is a, this is a Kanye project that Nas just signed up for because I don't bloody know. This, I, I don't, I don't. I felt betrayed. I felt. I, like I said, completely underwhelmed once I listened to it all, and I did listen to it all. I didn't stop. I wish I stopped, but I didn't. <laughs> I, I stayed the course. I I can't stand this. I can't stand this project. I I I've never felt I've never felt so hard done by 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 a project. Well, I've waited two years, and that's what you give me. Now you know <laughs> the lost tapes that that the, there's been teased in the past week. Yeah. You know that that might that might bring it back. That might. But for the love of God, that project was an absolute. <clears throat> that's all it was. Just that noise of rubbing my eyes. That's all. It, that's all it is. I don't even know how to speak about the disappointment around that project. Good. Can we move no. on then? <laughs> no, we can't. We can't move on. We can't because we have to talk about this, and we have to firstly speak. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give statistics because because Nas is top five. Like, come on, he's top. He's top five. You know, you might say Illmatic was. He never lived back up to that. Doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter. Like, that's a classic, stone cold classic. Most artists would never live back up to that. Only Jay Z could really do that. You know, after he dropped Reasonable Doubt. But the statistics are really stark. Um, it sold sixty nine percent less than he normally sells. It it has a fifty eight on Metacritic. It's his easily his lowest reviewed album. That's 25% less than his average, which is 77. 77 he averages across his... This is a guy who came out in 94, and until this album, he was averaging 77 out of 100. So he's like just, you know, 
even commercially, like when we don't normally talk of Nas in a commercial sense because he's not the biggest artist of all time on the charts. But yeah. this album just eighth, and 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 this goes back to what I said right at the start with the data on how Kanye's uh, production brings success to artists that they had never had before. And so you are thinking, like, Nas, Common, you know, yeah, yeah, this could be a massive thing. Like, Kanye's done this before. No, 83% less weeks on the Billboard 200. It spent four weeks on the album chart. He averages 24. It spent four weeks. How is that even possible? Only one song made it onto the Hot 100, and it spent one week there which is like 93% less than his career average. And, and Nas is not a hot 100 artist. But yeah. it, it, like the, the statistics show that they are... And, and if you want to get into the correlation and causation, you know, prior to this, um, this album, only two tracks in Nas's disc- discography have Kanye production on it. This album has seven Kanye produced tracks on it that's 3400% mm-hmm. more so if you want to run a correlation <laughs> analysis between uh you know Nas's previous commercial performance and this the answer mm-hmm. is Kanye and this is what really bugged me about it because it felt like the most rushed of all the projects it felt like and I tweeted this it felt like uh, Nas emailed his vocals in, and Kanye just put him over the top of things. Oh, God. like, yes. but but That's over the top of analogy. over the top of mid grade beats, you know, like Kanye already <sighs> or had already dropped three albums prior to this, and this <sighs> was the fourth, and so we're into you know production number twenty two, twenty three, twenty four, and. Let's face it, the beats aren't that great in this five pack anyway. They're not they're not yeah. the ant they're not the reason why Daytona is a classic. Push a T can rap yeah. over everything. And if you go through mm-hmm. Nas's lyrics, they're not bad at all. You know, as you said on everything, like the the lyrics are, are, are like heartfelt and, and very poetic as they always are from Nas. I have to lay the blame at Kanye's feet on this because I was late to the Nas party because of the Jay-Z thing where I was like, Stan, I'm like, I can't like Nas. He said that Jay-Z was gay. Like, that's, you know, that's that's sacrilege in my in, in my Jay-Z religion. And when I came to the party, I actually picked up Streets Disciple the other day on vinyl. Um, I love that album, man. I love Nas. I love Nas oh. so much. And Bridging the Gap, classic. Every, every... You know, it's just it's just like it, it, life is good came out in 2012. So we waited six years. Yeah, we waited six mm-hmm. years for for seven yeah. tracks, like for yeah. uh, f- you know 26 minutes, and and what 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 why what what oh, why do you disrespect a legend like that? Why it's Kanye. I know it's just it's a major disservice. It was a major disservice, and you know I'm I am putting a lot on Nas, and I you know this it's that's just me because you know I I expected I I really did I expected I expected quality, and you know even though I said Cop Shot the Kid was decent, now that I'm thinking uh, back, I, like I was it. listening to it and I was like, 
okay, Slick Ricks, you, you need to stop that. You, you need to stop that sample just to just for a bit, just for just for the verses, please, because like, it, it was it was like on the same level as Nas's vocals, and it was really putting me off. Yeah, you need to and... need to tone it to tone it down a little bit, eh? Yeah, the, the mixing was all over the place. Yeah, I just yeah, can, yeah. I can deal with it. And yeah, I just, I'm I'm placing a lot of blame on Nas, and probably not rightly so. I'm just being really, I'm just being really childish about it. But yeah, Kanye just made did a major, major disservice to to Nas, and I was just, I just, it's just a, it's just a, I mean that's on the laundry list of disrespectful shit that I've that I can name off Kanye's back, but man, that that project that shit would not be named was just. Uh, so it, it it gave me a headache. It, it literally gave me a headache. I I forgot what I listened to after that, but I knew I put something. I knew I put something on after that straight after. I was like, I need to cleanse my palate. Palate cleanse. Palate cleanse. <laughs> cleanse. Cleanse. I need something different in my life right now. <laughs> I did not know what I just listened to anyway. But well, the craziest on... the craziest thing about that is that Kanye's verse on "Cops Shot the Kid" is actually really good. <laughs> I'm like, <sighs> man, this is good. This is good. Like, like what? If it, it felt like he mixed the whole thing on his iPhone on the way to the listening party. <laughs> like, like, I don't but even you know. know what? You say that. You say that, and he probably did. Let's be real. He's got Pro Tools open on his iPhone yeah. X, just like yeah. fixing yeah. the levels on the sample. Like, come on, would it, man. Yeah. Would have uh, put it past him. Would not yeah. put it past him, honestly. Like oh, that, that energy you gave the Nas emailed the uh, the the vocals. I actually, I. I would not be surprised if that was the case, honestly. They were just on different sides of the country, and he was like, yeah, go on then. Yeah, put my name on it, sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it, we'll do it. I've got I've got oh. a couple of off-cuts. I've got some off-cuts from these other sessions. Send me some a- acapellas, and, and I'll, uh, I'll do it. Oh, man. Okay. All right, let's move on to Tiana. Yeah, let's move on to Tiana. So, KTSE, keep that same energy. Um... I didn't listen. I've I, I never heard of. Well, I have heard of I heard of Tiana Taylor before this before this project. Uh, obviously, she was in that. Uh, she was in the fade video, and everyone was on Twitter going, "She's body goals and all that." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah she cool, she cool." And then it turns out she did music as well. I was like, "Oh right, did not know that." Um, so this is the first project I had to listen to of Tiana's, and I feel like this is another this is another disservice, but on a but on a smaller level because she's not Nas, obviously. It, but I feel like it was a disservice in terms of she clearly had a she clearly had a vision for it, and she clearly had some sort of autonomy over the creative process, unlike unlike Nas. <laughs> um, she 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 wanted something off it, and I don't feel like Kanye delivered for her if that makes any sense yeah agree. in terms of just i forgot I, you know i i forget how i forget how it was uh i forget how it came out but i remember there were a couple of reports going about that she was she was a bit unhappy with it i think it was either the unveiling i think it was just very i think it just came out with no fanfare at all uh, as, as far as I remember, I don't, I don't remember any any hype or anything behind it. It was just like, oh yeah, Tiana Taylor's the fifth one. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean, that was it. And you know, I listened to it and I enjoyed it. As, as I was wait, I was waiting for the really super sexy track, and that was the last one. And I was like, ah, there it is, there it is. Uh, there's the, there's the super sexy one. Uh, but yeah, that was um, 
I, I forgot the what's the concrete rose one? Oh, I forget the name. A rose, the name rose of in Harlem. Rose in Harlem. Yes, that one. Oh, that was that, that, was, beat, that was a good track. That was a, that, that was a highly noble track. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, that was a highly noble track. Uh, out of all five projects, that was probably one of the one of the best tracks out of the bunch. But um, yeah, <clears throat> I think out of I think in terms of from a marketing standpoint, from a just putting it out there standpoint, I feel like. Not just Kanye, but the people behind them, the team behind it, everything is just. Uh, I think it was just a major disservice to. Her. I think she deserved better on on the marking front, especially. But um, yeah, it, it, it was it was alright. <laughs> That's all I can say about it. To be honest, it was alright. She did speak about the the final track listing and that there there mm. were songs that she wanted on it that weren't on it. Now I don't know. I don't have the direct quotes, but she was pretty upset. With the whole process, um, she wanted more than seven. That's why. <laughs> well, she got eight. She ended up getting eight. Actually, uh, she's the only okay. one who got who got more. But um, apparently, there were snippets that um, came out prior to the album, and everyone was like, "This is fire!" And it didn't end up on the album. Um, mm. But yeah, I guess uh, I think Kanye did her a huge disservice by putting her into this run because she, you know, her first album came out. And it didn't do brilliantly. It did okay, but it felt like that was this was going to be her moment. Like they'd been building up to this, and I'd been reading a little bit around Tiana. Like obviously, the same as you, I hadn't actually listened to her music before this this album came out. But I I was aware of her, and yeah. people were speaking of her, and kind of saying that this was going to be her yeah. breakout release. And I think Kanye did her a huge disservice by putting her into this at the end of this because. It would have been a huge service if he'd really yeah. sat down and made sure that this these five releases were like t- absolute yeah. top notch. But he didn't do that. You know, he rushed it out, and we'll get to why in a little bit. But that's why I think it felt. It just it, it that's why she was disappointed. She was disappointed in the project, and it, we were all disappointed. You know, like th- that album is okay. Like I, it's it's a good album to actually. Uh, I found it's a good album to put out to put on on just a Sunday if you're hanging out with someone, and you you know everyone's like, what should we listen to? What should we listen to? And I always just go, eh, just put this on. It's pretty good. It's pretty chill. There's nothing offensive in here. It's not you know it's not terrible. She can sing. The the production is decent. Uh, it, it's not going to encroach on our conversation mm. at all. Um, so it's good music. It's good music, but again, it it really needed to be her breakout moment, and it wasn't. And uh, like statistically, it's pretty much the same as her last project. You know, it's uh, it did a little bit better first week. It sold twenty three thousand. Her last project did sixteen thousand. Okay. It mm-hmm. reviewed a little bit less, but again, you know, I, I don't know where Tiana goes from here now. I'm I'm a bit disappointed because she has a lot of talent, and have you I haven't heard anything about her since the project and people still aren't really going to talk I don't know if they'll talk about it on its mm. one year anniversary but that's mm. this weekend I think so where is she you know it just feels unfair it feels yeah, unfair on her I think I think the I think the thing that bugs us here is just the fact that you know we didn't most the mainstream anyway didn't know Tiana from apart from the fade video, apart from this this new this new this this girl that Kanye's gone under under his wing right now and the you know it's ready to ready to push push her out there and help her fly. But yeah, it's 
I think she put a lot of faith into Kanye and like how, and she thought she was going to be, you know, on the on the on the cuddy level of you know just like come fly with me kind of thing. And he literally just threw her off a cliff, <laughs> and she just left to flap her arms. You know what I mean? So it was it was, and compared to the other 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 people, obviously they have established careers, and that's that's obviously the that's obviously the difference between the this project and the others the others have their own fan bases the other the others have their own had had their own careers before all this you know she this was the moment this was this was her moment to shine and it kind of fell flat and i feel like again that was partly kanye's fault i feel like he should have he shouldn't have and and this kind of gets into my overall thoughts about the whole thing. And I wanted to ask, and I'll ask you the question in a bit. But this this comes into the overall conversation of is this what was this all worth it? And I feel like for some people it was, for some people it wasn't. I feel like for the average listener, I don't think it was worth it. For me, I don't think it was worth it. I, I it wasn't worth the fanfare. It wasn't worth the hype. It wasn't worth the constant constant chatting about Kanye being in Wyoming oh he's got something going on no 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 he's got a plan he's about to blow the whole game up mm. I, I I I did not I did not get that you know it, I did not get that uh delivery I didn't I didn't get I didn't get the full delivery that I, that I that the hype was giving me with that said for Pusher it was obviously it was obviously good for Kid Cudi, probably was good as well. Uh, for Tiana, probably not. Nas, probably not. Kanye, definitely, obviously, because everything Kanye does has fanfare regardless, so it doesn't really matter. He did fucking poop the scoop anyway. He could, he could literally say poop the scoop and it'll get and it'll get hit. So, you know, it, does, it doesn't matter as this, what he says at this point anyway. I know you're laughing. I can hear you laughing. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, just overall, I did not. I, I did not enjoy this month last year. I, di- I did not honestly. It was in the in the net in the net. It was a net negative for me. You know, just it it just wasn't worth it. But let me ask you, was it worth it? Was it all worth it? Okay. Well, I looked at it this from a different angle because Drake announced. So so we have to talk about this because obviously the Pusha T Drake beef was epic and. You know, the Kanye and Drake had been throwing random shots at each other and people were like, is this a whole thing to lock Drake out of June? And Drake announced that Scorpion would be released in June on April 16th, right? Mm -hmm. Now, before that, no one had... There were Wyoming sessions going on and there were things happening, but no one knew what was happening. Yeah. Three, Three days later, Kanye came out and announced Daytona... Yay and Kid Sea Ghost would be dropping one, two, three after each other. Then on the 24th, he added Nas and Tiana Taylor. Yeah. Okay, so effectively a week after Drake said, I'm dropping at the end of June, mm-hmm. Kanye locked the entire June out with good music albums. Yeah. Now, if we view it through the... the I, I, don't, I don't know who initiated this because Pusha T is the president of good music. And obviously, Pusha T and Birdman's beef goes back to 20, 2003, and it's been pretty vitriolic. They, and, and it happened with Lil Wayne, you know. Uh, what was that track Pusha dropped against Lil Wayne? It was unbelievable diss track. Um, but anyway, so basically, you know, Pusha T has a big issue with cash money. And 
I don't know who initiated this idea, but I really do believe that the whole release structure was designed to lock Drake out of June or to hurt Drake in some way or to... Because, you know, Pusha T dropped infrared and he clearly had that information about Drake's uh, son that he he wasn't telling people about. And he was he wanted Drake to respond. Mm. And Drake responded and then Pusha T dropped the hammer. He dropped the hammer. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and you listen, if you go and listen to Scorpion, and I listened to it first run through... I actually like Scorpion, by the way, but apart from that, like if you listen to uh, the lyrics on Scorpion, man, there are so many subliminals at Kanye. Holy. And and when I listened to Joe Budden break the album down, and I, I went over the Genius annotations because I used to kind of annotate for Genius. I was like, oh, wow. Drake's gone away, and they've actually made him change the structure of his album so that he can like address all this stuff. Like... You know, he, at one point he says the crown is um, broken in pieces and there's more in my possession. There's a whole lot in my possession. It's like, so, so, so there were, there were two motives to this. And it's gotten petty and messy and ugly and then the beef got ugly. And it's really hard to untangle the whole thing and to say, basically, if, if we, we zoom out, and we have a look at the whole thing. Pusha T won the entire thing. Yep. I think. Pusha T won everything. He yep. did incredibly well. His album's probably going to go down as a classic. He annihilated Drake in the beef. Yep. Um, Drake is Drake. You can't hurt Drake. I ran numbers and, and looked at his charts compared. To, he, he's outcharted the entire good music roster since 2009 by himself. And that good music roster is pretty good like it's got big sean it's got push it's got kanye himself it's got john legend it's got you know but, but drake outshouted them by himself so you can't beat drake on the charts yeah so i if 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 that's what they were trying to do if they were trying to lock him out of june it's a silly thing like you're never going to be able to do it drake could have dropped at any point there and he would have torpedoed whatever album came out that week you know if he dropped the same time as kanye he might have kanye might have sold a little bit more but there's no way you're stopping you're stopping drake so if we if we zoom out pusha t wins but everyone else i think loses because it locked drake into making a second disc of mediocre bars you know like it's 25 tracks that album like come on it doesn't need to be 25 tracks like it's ridiculous it's it's not his lowest quality album because views is his lowest quality album but it's and so then and then tiana suffered nas suffered cuddy won because he was next to kanye and cuddy's a fantastic artist and it actually feels like they collaborated on that because i think they already have a collaborative relationship where nas and kanye don't have so much of a collaborative relationship so i think Mm -hmm. cuddy and and kanye have this space that they can get back into that they've been in plenty of times before so that was going to work that can that can happen quickly and I know you said that Kanye won, but I think Kanye lost. I think Kanye lost a lot in this. I think he, um, if this had all gone very well and very successfully, he wouldn't have had to say anything after. He wouldn't have been anywhere near as vocal on social media. I don't think any of this other extra stuff would have really happened. I think he would have just gone quiet and then released Yandi, you know, early this year and everything would be fine. But, but no, you know... 
it, it, it's just so ridiculous. Like, it, it, something that could have been incredible, and if it had happened 15 years ago, it would have been amazing. But why? Why? I just don't get it. I don't get why they had to do this, you know? Like, it's just so petty. It's so pointless. Yeah, it was really a futile exercise, even though it was a major undertaking, which I, in some way, respect. It, it was a... It was such a futile effort. But it's like Firefest. It's like Firefest. You know, you watch a documentary like, <laughs> wow. And and I watched a Ja Rule interview uh, on The Breakfast Club a couple of days ago, a week oh, ago, and geez. he was defending it on the same grounds. He's like, yes, it was an amazing undertaking. Uh, you know, we took something on. We didn't pull it off, but you've got to respect us for trying. Yeah. And I was like, Ja, no. And it's the same with Kanye. You know, like plan it out if you're going to do five weeks plan it out make sure you got the beats sorted make sure you're going to mix it on time make sure it's going to get released on time push an album back if you have to everyone pushes projects back but he didn't because he knew drake was coming on the 29th so he waited he's like well i have to get this out i have to get nazi out that like i'm angry man because because it's petty it's stupid like i don't respect him for for taking that challenge on you if you're going to take on a challenge make sure you can freaking do it don't disrespect Nas. You can't disrespect Nas. Is your face as red as it sounds? My blood pressure is higher. <laughs> My blood pressure is higher right oh, now. Oh, bloody hell. Oh, God, that was <laughs> glorious. Oh, man. Oh, I'd love to consider that the light night to be completely honest. <laughs> Great. What? Well, amazing. <laughs> But do you not feel the same way? Do you not? Do you not agree? Like, are you not? You know, I, I, I look, at, I look at it with, I look at it with a mild laughter. To be completely honest, because it was just such an unnecessary. It was, it was, it was all so unnecessary. And after, like I said, after, after yay, I tuned out. I, I just, I just thought, okay, yeah. okay. If, you, if you're gonna put, if you're gonna put that much effort into this, and and give such crap quality then i'm not gonna give i'm not gonna give that much time a day i'll listen but i'm not gonna give time a day past that you know so i yeah. did I, obviously i did put as much of this energy is in it as you did uh, <laughs> but yeah in the great in the grand scheme of things i do i do agree with all that with all that being said i do agree with you on pretty much all of it it was just it was a few dialects but yeah i, I <laughs> I, I, if you if you, if I get angry at everything Kanye does now, I, I I'll, yeah. I'll just have permanently be in a insane asylum. So I'm not just gonna not gonna bother. <sighs> yeah. Hey, you know what we should say? Um, what? Poor de- poor designer. You know he dropped seven oh, songs. Fuck it all. May, show, May Jesus Christ. May four. <laughs> May four came out. Designer started this whole thing, and Kanye. Bit oh him. wow! I didn't even. I Kanye. totally forgot about that dude. Wow. <laughs> He's on good music too, and he came out. He's, he, you know, he made a claim earlier Poor in this bastard. year that he he made good music or he brought success to them, and he just went on this rant at at Kanye. Kanye's not even on that EP. He, he doesn't produce any track on it. Oh man, poor old, uh, poor old designer. See, we're getting a designer. I'm stopping it right there. <laughs> All right, no, 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 we're done. I just wanted to mention him very quickly because you know, he's 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 a sixth. <laughs> <laughs> RIP designer's career. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't have a light note, but do you? Uh, yeah, I do, actually. I uh, do. Shoot. I have a couple. Um, the first one is, uh, so I have dreadlocks, and, 
it just seems like an invitation for people to come up and talk to you. And whilst <laughs> I'm not, okay, I, I don't mind it. I understand it, but leave me alone, please. So on Saturday, I was having a really terrible day, and my favorite record store, one of my favorite record stores, was having a sale. So I'm like, I'm gonna go in the city. I don't want to talk to anyone. No one's seen anyone. I just want to put my headphones in. So this guy's walking next to me, and he says, "Sick hairstyle, man." I said, "Thank you. I appreciate that." And he says, "You know what it reminds me of? That song, Buffalo Soldier." <laughs> so he starts singing. He starts singing, right? And I'm like, "Yeah, cool, man. Great." Then he says, "Yeah, well, great artist. Great artist." And he says, "You know what the only difference between you and Bob Marley is?" <laughs> and I was like. I was thinking, this. there's a few, but what are they? And he says, you're not Bob Marley, and you didn't die of cancer. Oh, my God. And I was like, well, they're the, most, they're the two most relevant ones, I guess. They'd be at the top. This was all in a 13-second th- exchange. And I was just like, can people just leave me alone, man? Like, just leave me alone. Oh, my days. Like, of course, like, what the hell? And he seemed like a together guy. He didn't seem like a weirdo. He just, he was wearing a suit. Oh, God, I was like, God, where me. are you going in that suit? Oh. So, so then I get to my record store, right? Oh, my and goodness. I have a big issue with record stores that overcharge. And oh my gosh, does this record store overcharge? They had Kids See Ghosts in there for $65. $65. Oh, well, let me convert that right quick. Let me convert that. It's like uh, 40 pounds, maybe? Let me, let me convert that right quick. <laughs> Bro, why didn't you start with that? I don't care. <laughs> you just shouldn't start with that. <laughs> that is fucking amazing. Do you know the difference? Which one? Fucking <laughs> It's just like, bro, oh, what dead. are you talking about? 3280, yeah, that's a bit, that's a bit much. It's too much, and and yeah, they, it's about they twenty. Do this it's about twenty. I can find it for about twenty quid here. Well, I can get it for like thirty dollars Australian. Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. That's how much I bought cheaper. it for in in the first place. And and I have oh, a, I have a real God. issue with with record stores that overcharge. I don't like it. I I think it's ridiculous. They put these insane price tags on things. They had the miseducation of Lauren Hill for like one hundred and thirty dollars. I was like, are you kidding me? Probably and they had a colored 40%. vinyl they had limited a, edition. Jesus Christ. I don't know. They had 40% off, so I picked up Streets Disciple, which was super cheap for like 20 bucks. But um, but yeah, that all happened in a, in a very short period of time. And it was an interesting Saturday. Let's all put right, it one, that way. I just one, you should, have started, you should have started with the record store. <laughs> That's the first thing. You should have started with the record store. <laughs> because because I, just, I just couldn't stop dying. I, I was dying. I was dying laughing. Okay, honestly, that is amazing. Of all the reasons he gave. Oh my days! Like I could have thought of like ten differences, and he gave those. That's fucking amazing. You're not Bob Marley, and you didn't. You're die not of Bob Marley. Fucking hell! Wow, I, I could have got downhill, and I'm in a much worse way. My days, I could have been cringe upon cringe upon cringe. But yeah, um, I I, I do agree with you. Yeah. I do on on the other note, I do agree with you with the record stores. That's, <clears throat> that's why that's why I hop on Discogs because uh, that's that's because uh, whenever. Whenever I go to a record store, I just scan the code, and Discogs has like a database of just like local vendors across the world. Ah, so yeah, if Discogs I scan it, it goes in the database, and I can look it up, and then I can see yeah. prices which for which people are selling it. Sometimes it's people, sometimes it's actual record stores, like local record stores. So 
um, yeah, you can usually just corroborate the price and compare it, and then if it if it costs as much as it, as it usually is in other places, then go cop. But yeah, that's that's my that's my fail safe. But yeah, that's that's a great that's a great way to go about it. I mean, yeah. we're we're not so we're a bit uh, isolated down here on the other mm. side of the world. Like, yeah. Discogs is fantastic, you know. And I'm personally would love to come. I think I'm going to come to the UK later in the year, and I need to just not bring any close because i'm going to end up buying like a ridiculous amount of records because it's just so expensive <laughs> down here but yeah no discogs is great so that's that's good looks on that yeah shout, shout out to discogs the gang but anyway oh boy this was an episode and a half my god i like this episode it's a good episode this, this was this was fun this was, <laughs> this was fun on many levels i got to nail some steam and also crease up uh, an amazing story that was great that was amazing okay that was amazing cool. i need We've to done I need well to, yeah, but that, that's well. good. Yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, that has been Digging Digits episode eleven. Next week we will have the independent episode. It will be thick. It will have lots of content and lots of everything that you usually get. The high quality that you usually get from the people at Digging Digits. Well, us two, the people, yeah, us two, us <laughs> literally us two, <laughs> legit just us two. But anyway, yeah, um, uh, I've been to, uh, Charlie Taylor of the Fifth Element. I've been Ben Carter of Hip Hop Numbers. <clears throat> we shall see you next time, next week. Have a good week, ladies and gentlemen. Take it easy. Alright. Peace. Digging in the Digits is produced by me and Ben Carter. The show is edited by me. Music for this show, Pete's from Video Games by Bonus Points. Thanks to Chalk Records for the ability to use. Socials for the fifth element, hip hop by numbers, bonus points, and your hop records will be in the description wherever you're listening. This has been a fifth element podcast network and hip hop by numbers collaboration. Thanks for spending your time with us, and we shall see you next time on Digging in the Digits. <laughs>